0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods. All at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
0: Today we're replaying an episode from last year with Olive CEO Sean Lane. Since we spoke in November, Olive has acquired two other AI companies, and the startup has now achieved unicorn status, valued at $1.5 billion. In December, Olive acquired Verada Health, which has an AI system for prior authorizations. And this month, Olive announced plans to buy clinical analytics company Empiric Health, which focuses on reducing clinical variation in surgery. Without any further ado, here's the show. After serving as an intelligence officer in the U.S. Air Force and working at the National Security Agency, Sean Lane took his expertise in software engineering to healthcare.
1: I started to look into healthcare because my hometown, Gallup, Police, Ohio, having a pretty big problem with prescription drug abuse, and that's what brought me to healthcare in the first place. Um, I discovered then that you know my my words were healthcare doesn't have the internet. And we had to figure out how to connect all the data together, and we have to um, figure out how to identify patients across big sets of information, and that's where Olive really started.
0: Lane founded Olive in 2012. The Columbus, Ohio-based company now has nearly 400 employees and is in more than 600 hospitals across the country, including Yale New Haven, Ochsner Health in Louisiana, and Memorial Care in California. There are levels of artificial intelligence, and as Lane explains, one of Olive's functions is finding repetitive, often error-prone tasks done by humans and deploying Boss to do those same tasks more efficiently.
1: The way to think about Olive is an AI worker, and Olive as an AI worker can, can manifest in, in different ways. So, you know, Olive works in the cloud at night, doing lots of back- you know, back-end processes and big, heavy, lifting, high-volume tasks. And you don't really see that. So Olive works kind of invisibly um, getting through these, these really massive, critical workflows. Olive helps, RevCycle Analyst, Olive helps people in, in, you know, claims. And, and she helps by actually appearing on the desktop with the human worker as they're working um, so, think of it as like an avatar. It's, it's, you know, it's a software application that is providing intelligence on demand in real time um, so the human worker can work smarter and faster.
0: Other industries like manufacturing and the health insurance industry are ahead of healthcare and automating processes. Lanes says healthcare shouldn't be stuck with the leftovers. And so, Olive is exclusively focused on AI for healthcare. Lane cautions against thinking of Olive as just another IT project, rather the start of a wider-scale transformation within the company. According to a 2019 Accenture report, 68% of healthcare executives say that by 2022, every employee in their organization will have access to a team of bots to help them do their work.
1: You've got to commit that, you know, in five years, a, a large percentage of my total workforce will be AI workers. You have to kind of believe that and you walk into it with your eyes wide open and then, you know, find, be very, very creative in finding the things that Olive can start doing. Um, There's a, there's a learning process. I will say that the, the workflows don't have to be perfect. Olive will learn and get smarter and change and adapt. And by the way, Olive's probably done it at 50 other hospitals. So she's going to have best practices she brings to the table.
0: Olive creates operation centers within some health systems to work closely with customers and test some new technologies. Lane says they're not in every health system, but about nine right now. The alpha sites, as Olive calls them, are a deep purple color and are about 2,000 square feet with a large 20-foot LED monitor.
1: And that wall displays um, everything you need to know about your AI workforce, how how much value they've generated. Um, how much, uh, what, what's on deck for Olive to do next, what is being built, um, ideas of things that the organization could automate. So it's a pretty cool place to go. But it, it's like a thing about like a, either a military operations center or like a NASA operations center or mission control. That's kind of what it looks like.
0: Olive bills itself as AI as a service, similar to software as a service. So hospitals pay a subscription fee based on what Olive will do for the system.
1: We innovated around the contract model quite a bit. Uh, we have a model that we call Perpetual Impact, or PI. So PI basically is this currency of value that we're delivering to our customers. For $10 of saving or value creation, uh, we charge $2 generally. Um, so that's basically how you how you fuel the AI workers. So if you want to achieve $20 million of savings in a year, uh, we will build AI workers to do that. And it may be, you know, AI workers that take on full rev cycle processes. It may be AI workers that help in supply chain, but we kind of come up with a target together of value savings. We achieve that value savings and then we add more what we call pie so that we can create additional value in this perpetual impact.
0: Olive touts an average impact of $10 million within the first year of deployment. While Olive supports employees by performing repetitive, mundane tasks, some of those savings do come from reducing labor costs. There are varying estimates, but a report from Georgia State University projects that a little more than a third of health and social work jobs could be automated. But with that will also come new types of jobs that work in concert with the automation.
1: Our goal is to increase the ROI of a human as much as it is to create value for our health systems. Uh, right now, human workers are doing tasks that are, are degrading their return on investment. Like physicians shouldn't be spending the time they are spending on these repetitive mundane tasks that decreases their ROI. So we think we have this incredible ability to increase their ROI, to take away those kind of mundane things so they can focus on stuff, that are, stuff that's more important um we want to turn human workers into superhuman workers That's kind of our tagline and what what i think will happen over the longer arc of time is this ai transformation that's occurring will create will, the, the net effect will be more jobs not less and, and it'll, it'll be more jobs because organizations will now be able to grow in ways they could never grow before like the, the margins just don't allow organizations to provide services and grow and acquire companies um, like, like they could with a completely new margin profile that's basically made available because of AI transformation. So like the best analogy is um, banks. So banks employed a ton of tellers. And when the ATM was introduced, people just thought that it would kill the teller job. And it had the exact opposite effect. The ATM created more efficient branches that led to more branches. More branches led to more jobs. So there's actually way more tellers than there ever would have been without the ATM.
0: During the pandemic, the benefits of an AI workforce became clear for hospitals because, of course, a bot can't get COVID 19. But also, Lane explains, Olive helped hospitals catch up after months of backlog.
1: So Olive is in the recovery state. Uh, with a lot of health systems now, helping them dig out of that mountain of, of backlog and get things back online. The other angle is it became very, very apparent that these critical keep the lights on style of workflows needed to be done by a piece of technology uh, that was built to do it and not human workers. The human workers obviously you know, were disrupted by the pandemic, which then disrupted critical infrastructure and critical workflows. So the acuteness of the problem became very, very apparent.
0: While the common processes that Olive automates are revenue cycle, supply chain, claims administration, or patient scheduling, she isn't limited to those functions. As Lane describes, all olives share a brain and learn from what bots in each part of the network are doing. The company just raised $106 million in September, which Lane says will partially go towards research and development as the company evolves Olive to do other functions.
1: We are committed more than most companies to spend a lot of money in R&D because we just think it hasn't been done enough in healthcare. care. Uh, we're tired of the leftovers and we're going to create you know innovations and things that other industries don't have. Um, it, you know, it will be healthcare first, and then it'll get trickled down to other industries. So we're just committed to that investment. We get closer and closer to clinical every day, you know, whether it's, you know, working on a claim or working prior authorizations, um, you know, and eventually it'll be a very close companion with physicians, but we definitely need to expand the market that we serve. And we need to, we need to be able to take these automation solutions that, uh, right now, are being deployed inside, you know, major health systems, and we needed we needed to go into the community health systems and the, and the, um, you know, the the small practices and the ASCs and the standalone EDs and you name it. I also want to super connect the the sides of healthcare, so I want to drop a fiber line between the payer and the provider. I want the the process of of claim adjudication to be totally upended. So that means we'll probably have to to work inside the payer space to create that fiber optic connection.
0: That was Sean Lane, CEO and founder of artificial intelligence company, Olive. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on justhealthcare.com. Just Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50. Luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.